Welcome back to Moose and Goose Raw. We are back at it with Chapter 7. Sure it's Chapter 7? I got him to look at him! <laughs> it's Chapter 7. Oh my god, he got played. Oh, I got played. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I only got shook because I didn't want to do the intro again <laughs> because no, somebody doesn't ever do the intros. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I don't think you've done one intro. I've done an intro before. Which what what intro? I don't know. I know I've done one though. No, you haven't. There's no. Do way. you want to bet money that I've done an intro before? I do. Okay. How much? I'm not. I I want to bet a quarter. Okay. A quarter. Okay. But it has to be a live one that's up. Okay. It can't be like some. No. Okay. That's fine. What was the last podcast you put up? By myself. Chapters, yeah. Or the last one on the channel. Have you ever put one up by yourself? I don't know. Have I? I? Uh, scratch the bet. I know. I know Look you have. A, I know you, you have are. a solo podcast somewhere. Do I? I don't know if you posted it or not. No, I haven't posted one. Oh, I haven't redone it yet. Oh. All right. Well, you know what? You want to bet me or not? No, I already got three. I'm already three dollars in the hole. I don't. You know, I'm not gonna place that. I'm not gonna no, place that. you're. So who shook now? I'm not going to place that. Okay, that's fine. I'm not going to place that. Chapter 7, though. But do remember, failure is the way forward. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And this, Chapter 7 was a short one. It was real short. So this podcast is probably going to be short. Where I he, only have a page and a half. I have not even a full page. Uh, honestly? But look at your, your <laughs> book compared to mine. My book is uh, a really... Actual size of you. Yeah, and, that's and, right. and my book is yeah. the size of me. Yeah, it's eight inch by five. By five. You're eight inch. inches. Congratulations, <laughs> man. Add a boy. You I can feel like some I movies. Can't. I feel like I cannot say anything without. You just said you're eight inches, <sighs> man. Without you making some kind of measurement comment. Good for you, man. Eight inches is is above average. Uh, and what? What are we talking about? Your fucking third leg. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get off topic. One Let's subject, look. 80 sheets, 8 inches by 5 inches. That's thick. <laughs> 8 inches by... F- Yo, never mind. <laughs> That's for a different podcast. Damn straight. <laughs> but yeah, he talked about failure versus success in this chapter, which... Yeah. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, it really is. But I, I feel like I've had an understanding for understanding understanding of, of this for a little while now i also read the book and yeah. I, I have taken a lot of time to work on myself but um i just feel like i kind of understood this and like yeah, i it, feel like everybody knows it it was pretty straightforward for the most part i mean like he talks about like failure propelling your prope- failure propels yourself forward helps you solve problems more and everything like that and he did bring up one point where when our first real chance to fail is in schools. And mm-hmm. as we grow up, our parents think failures are a bad thing for us. And we get punished for it, essentially. Yeah. Where, so. oh, you get you get grounded for, for failing a test and blah, blah, blah. And no, I get it. I get if you failed because you didn't study, then fine. But if you failed... And you worked hard, and you did study, and you still failed. Then I think there's something to that more. Yeah, but I th- I still think there's a there's still a boundary of uh, putting pun- punishment on failure because if you look look at it the perspective of I failed. Now, if you're trying to improve, right? You failed, and you go, okay, why did I fail? What happened that I failed? You could say I failed because I didn't study. 
Yeah. And then accepting that <clears throat> failure of, you know, I sucked at this because I either didn't want to do it. Yeah. Or I was valuing something else. Um, sure. And by propelling yourself forward into that action of, well, how can I unfail? Or how can I fail less? Yeah. It's essentially... You're, it's still a growth process. Yeah, you're working up to fail less and less every time. Right, you're still bettering yourself. So if you go from, like, you get a 20 on a test to, like, a 32. Okay, you didn't fail as bad. You still failed, though. And yeah. there's still a lot of room for improvement. It's just a matter of getting to that less failure, I guess you could say. So... Um, so, he says, so he, he says, the fear of failure comes from shitty values, values. Yeah. And that's the value of if you fail, you get punished. Yeah. Or I, I suck because I failed. And then, um, uh, I was, when I was, when he was talking about the, these, the values, because that's like the number one thing that I've been thinking about in my life, values and what I value. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a concrete answer. Do you, I mean, you have a pretty hard set of concrete values, right? But, but I think I think your values are more or less subject to change throughout your life. Do so, you think values are situational? I mean, I think they could be. But isn't the point of having a value is... In th- that situation, you stand true or you hold true to your your own value. I mean, yeah, or your values in general. I mean, I guess so, but I mean, again, different. Like, but like you said, like the situations. I think values can 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 change depending on your situation at hand. I don't think they're concrete. I think morals are more concrete than values are. But the word. But like my so let's say I have my own moral values, right? Sure. So like moral values. So and he I mean he does talk about this of the metric of how we judge ourselves or the the metric we compare ourselves to in situations. Sure. So I mean so he goes if I'm judging my values off of out like outside actions or or outside outside things like uh, he he says I want everybody to like me. Yeah. Right. That I don't have control over that value. Exactly. That's that's somebody else. Yeah. That's I'm, outside of your control. Yes. So, I don't mean to cut you off, but no, no, no. The the definition of value is the regard that something is held to deserve, the importance, worth, or usefulness of something. Uh, a person's principles or standards of behavior. One's judgment of what is important in life. So, with that alone, means that it is very subject to change depending on the situation. Can you dumb that down for me? And any other viewers that are like me? Um, Can you give me an example? Can you use the word in a sentence? Can I use <laughs> the word? <laughs> I'm not a goddamn dictionary here. Uh, um, but, like... <clears throat> So, all right, hold on. And there's there's always, like, multiple definitions. Yeah. Fuck the English language, man. <laughs> <laughs> Regarding something that's held to desire, the important worth or usefulness of something. Person's so you're, you're putting... Okay, so number two would be You're adding value to something that A person's principle or standard of behavior. Yeah. One's judgment 
of what is important in life. Correct. So, and essentially, and this is where things are like really hairy and gray in life because everybody has their own values. Sure. So when I'm judging you, I'm judging you on what you value in life versus what I value in life. Yeah. And, and you, but again, at the same time, you can't really judge someone for their values because it's, it's like an opinion. You can't, right. you can't judge someone by how they feel or what their outlook on things are. Right, because how is that fair to them? Because, one, they didn't go through the life that I went through. Exactly. So, <clears throat> that's why I think I struggle so much with values. Yeah, but... Uh, but I guess there's a big difference between agreeing with your values and disagreeing with your values and not having any, uh, like, argument or... Emotional attachment Yeah, or confrontation. Yeah. Like, for me to be like, oh, your values are wrong because I believe that everybody... But, deserves but, a, a fair chance. But you said it right there. I believe. Right. So I mean, it doesn't it doesn't hold up. So I guess the real question for me is, how do I have a full conversation without portraying my own values on other people? I mean, I don't think portraying your values on someone is or pushing a bad my values thing. on on other people. Because what you're saying is just how you feel. It's not you're not deliberately crapping on someone else's values. You're just expressing what what you value in this world and, and how you want to go about discussing it. Right. So then it's on the other person to, mm-hmm. to how they receive it and how they, they judge. And however you they it. respond is how they respond. Exactly. And, I, I, and that's not something in your control. That's you can only do so much. You can only, you like pushing your values onto someone is not good. Right. You can, you and I can have a conversation about values and just be perfectly fine. Yeah. We can compare our values and, and we'll share the same values, but if I'm not full court pressing on you about my values and how you should implement my values into your life, it doesn't work like that. Do you think that our our society now is more like that? Of course. Or do you think they're more of like, these are the values that we all should follow? I'm this is where we should like there's the right I think I mean it's all it's hard because because with social media now yeah they, they like to push the narrative which best suits them right or their narrative their, yeah, their, their opinion their narratives their values it's something that because us as humans we always for the most part want to be right and we want our opinions to be right yeah and we want our opinions to be validated by somebody else Mm-hmm. That's why social media is huge because people just put stuff out there and in hopes that somebody agrees with them. But yeah, because honestly, dude, the price of a like or a comment is exactly far more than e- like currency. Exactly, it's it 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 validates you and your opinion. If somebody if somebody agrees with you, wow, I feel good that at least somebody agrees with me. Yeah. But if somebody disagrees with me, and they they want to have a conversation, that's why a lot of the politics now where Somebody doesn't like this candidate, so they need to. They feel the need to write a book. Yeah, or or even if the 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 candidate itself finds out that they're not the preferred party, they do what they can to try to. They try to flip the narrative in to benefit to, them. to their favor. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's nowadays you see it everywhere. Look yeah. at cancel culture. People don't like one thing. People just hop on the bandwagon. Oh yeah, absolutely. They want to get freaking Rudolph canceled. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, Are you, you never heard, you never heard about this? I had no idea. No, I yeah. knew about Paw Patrol. Oh, uh, that I 
No. They wanted to cancel Paw Patrol because of, like, the blue lives and everything. Oh, that I have no idea. Uh, I think... <clears throat> I don't want to get too detailed, but I think getting getting as deep as it to, to a cartoon... But I understand that sometimes excre- extreme things have to happen... Sure. ...for change to, to come. I think so, too. And unfortunately, <laughs> our country is... Went through that this year. Yeah, and we're, I'm sure we like we're still kind of recovering. We're still going yeah. through things, um, but it all it all stems from the value of our culture. Yeah. And, it, and look, like like I said, the Rudolph thing. They wanted to take it off the air because they thought that the other reindeers were bullying Rudolph. Well, that they that's literally what the movie is. Yeah, it, that that's the story of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. And then look what happens. And he, now, we, and he's the hero. And he's the hero. And and getting back to the book, that's literally what he's saying. Yeah. He says right here, I wrote it down actually. He says, our greatest moments come through the hardest times. Exactly. Do you think Rudolph would be where he was if he didn't go through that hardship? If, if, if Santa were to sit there and say, you know what, Rudolph? You tried, you gave it a good effort, but you know what, you're not good enough. And then what if Rudolph just like, okay, I'm done then. Like, How is he supposed to lead the other reindeer in Santa? And this could be very controversial, uh, controversial. controversial topic because I believe, I wholeheartedly believe that we are in control of our own thoughts and, and mindsets. And I understand yes. sometimes thoughts come and go. Yeah. Like we're, we're, we're as in control as our thoughts as we're not. Yeah. Does that makes sense. But if somebody comes up to me and goes, you're not good enough... That's coming from their value. Yeah. And I can either take that personal and victimize myself and say, oh, I'm not good enough. Nobody will ever sure. appreciate me. Or I can go, okay, well, that's your p- point of view. I'm going to yeah. go somewhere else. Yeah. Perfect example. Are you ready for this? Oh, here we go. All right, this is a terrible example. Path of Exile. We're playing Path of Exile. Okay. Do you know how many offers I sent out? No. I sent out at least 10 offers. Okay. To buy this item. Okay. And I sent out like a... Like a worthless item, yeah. And I ask them how much they're asking for, okay. And then they come back and they go, okay, twenty five, twenty five okay. currency, yeah, thirty five currency, thirty currency. And this one guy goes five currency. There you go, boom. But you got right. Rich- I could have got. I could have looked at them and been like, oh, this guy's asking for fifty. Yeah. Right, because some people have the option to put the currency how much they're offering. So yeah. And but you don't have the option, so you can Correct. ask them. I could have saw that and be like, oh, well, I'm never going to get this I'm currency. never getting this thing. Yeah. But no, I just, I was like, you okay, well, that's going. the value. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go somewhere else. Yeah. You just keep going. You have so, to. And you took the action to get there, too. Yeah. You, you didn't see one thing. You're like, oh, that's super expensive. I'm just, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to buy it. You took the action to message multiple people asking how much they want to sell it for until you got to a price where you felt comfortable and you got it. And that's the same thing with with yourself too, right? So, and not to judge yourself on like a currency standpoint, but if yeah. you look at it as a value of what, what you value value yourself. When I was working at Guest, the value of like I was not a valued person. Like I was like, you know, I, it wasn't like I was. They hated me. You were expendable, right? Right. So I was expendable, and I wasn't as valued as I am now. Yeah. Like, it's because. What you do now is more personal than a, a, a guest store. Yeah, but not even that is my boss tells me and he makes sure he I know it that he will always support my decisions and he will always back me up. Because, yeah, 
because because you're a valued employee for him. Yeah. And because all, it may sound bad, but you also bring him money. Oh well, yeah, of course. Well, the point of a business is yeah. to make money. Like the the point of this is to make money, and then but yeah. it, but separately, uh, he makes me feel important to the company. Sure, I'm sure he can expend like I'm expendable as well. But he doesn't. He's not gonna just write me off. He's sure. the kind of person that's gonna be like, I'm gonna build you up to be where you need he's, to be. He's gonna work with you and not against you. Because by him investing more in me, that well, that, that makes your job more. I don't want to say tolerable because it's that's not the right word, but he he makes you feel important to your job. Yeah, absolutely. That you want to come back. Yeah. Like how I was when I was working at Walmart where I'm I'm expendable. That, that's oh, Yeah, dude. Why should anyone care? Honestly, why should anybody care? You can replace me right. in five minutes if you really want to. Right. Unless but, you want to become like some kind of floor manager. Exactly. But for me I in a work in a place of work, I need that. Yeah, I need to be shown appreciation. Mm. That that's because I do. I had this conversation with Mike, and I'm like, I do a lot of my best work when I'm alone. Yeah, if I too. can work alone, I can get I can get it done no problem. Mm-hmm. When I'm when I have other people around me, that's more of a distraction. That's more time that they're taking that reflects on me, and I don't like that. Yeah, but at the same time. When I was working at Kohl's, when I worked alone, I got a lot of things done. Mm. But when I worked at Walmart with a lot more people, I didn't feel respected. You don't... I. It's not that I didn't feel like I belonged. But, like, at the same time, I kind of didn't. Because I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, this is not who I am. Yeah. Like, I don't... It's not that I disagree with authority or anything. Because mm-hmm. I think bosses are bosses for a reason. It was just, it was too yeah. much for me. Not enough appreciation. And they treat you like crap in there. I'll be honest. I'm like, I don't feel like going there and getting yelled at for something that... Yeah, uh, there's a different mindset. It's organized know? chaos in that store, and I'm glad that I got out when I did. Yeah. But, I mean, you gotta just... Sometimes you gotta go through it. You gotta go through the pain, and then... Yeah, but and it, but it offers growth, like, you, you know? Yeah. So... <laughs> That was a little, a little off topic, but I think that was, that was really important to talk about. Um, just kind of circling back, he, you know, failure, he says the fear of failure comes from shitty values and the metrics. So he, if you measure the self of, uh, I want everybody to like me versus I want to have, um, what is the example he gives? Do you remember? He says, I want to, uh, I want to have better conversation or something like that or better personal connection. Yeah, yeah. Something something of that, but something that he can control versus it's outside of his control. Yeah, cause he was talking about, like, social anxiety and stuff like that where... Yeah. Where, like, we were talking, like, it's feeling more confident and more comfortable talking to people outside of your group of friends, more yeah. or less with strangers, to, to push that failure aspect and judgment further along so you do become more comfortable all the time and then you'll be a lot better at it yeah so like great example was if i take his negative example which was um i want everybody to like me yeah it's out of my control and then but the example that i've been working on lately is uh be confident in, in conversation exactly be more confident in conversation i can control that yeah because i can choose when i have that conversation i choose when i push my limits exactly uh and it's been working pretty good so far 
I mean, that's good. So. But uh, but that's that's for a lot of people. So they they label it social anxiety, which sure I get it. I think that's more or less a, a lack of self confidence in yourself. Yeah, and I think I, agree. I think social anxiety is just a. I also think it's a, a. It's just like a tag that they put on it. I think it's a little made up as well. I mean, I think it socially. Well, I mean, I don't. Obviously. I don't think it's made up. I think the feeling of being uncomfortable in a place that you wouldn't normally be in around people that you don't know, I think is, I think that can raise a little anxiety. What, um, not that it's made up. I didn't mean, mean makeup, but what I do mean is like, it's that thought process that we're telling ourselves something that's not totally true. Because they're trying to numb the failure and and the pain of what that brings. Yeah. The rejection. Yeah. Saying, Oh, I have social anxiety. Yeah, sure. Everyone has anxiety. Yeah. Not a lot of people like to go out and sit, just say, in a bar. Yeah. And and be around alcohol and people talking and mobbed everywhere. Not a lot of people like that. Right. But I think people also use social anxiety as a crutch and excuse to not do something. Oh, absolutely. So. I think so as well. But, um, because I used to do it all the time. I do it now. I used to do that all the time. And then I was like, well, I got to kind of change this. So how do I change this? Sure. And that co- that goes into, he, he talks about VCR questions. And he calls them VCR questions just because he was well-versed in the VCR. And his yeah. parents didn't know how to do it. So yeah. his parents would come to him and ask him, how do you work the VCR? Yeah. And in his mind, he's going, it's simple. You just do it. Exactly. Um, but, you know, he's he gets people emailing him all the time the question, how? Yeah. And he said, he talks about how it's easy for people that don't have that problem to answer it. Sure. It's, you just do it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I was asking, like, how do I, how do I get out of this? And it just started from, I just have to start with going out. You have to take action. Yeah. I took the action to go out. Yes. Um, look, it's a, it's all just think of it as a path. You have to start somewhere. Yeah. How are you gonna essentially walk on that path if you're not walking? Yeah, it's like oh, you're just looking let, at let the me path just, right now. Let me study the path. Yeah. Figure out how I can get across it. Like, just you gotta. You don't you, talk about doing push-ups. Yeah. You just eventually you just gotta do you it. Do them. <laughs> yeah. So, the the first step is how we how it is and how people perceive it are different. Yeah. So how it should be is action comes first, and then you gain inspiration off of it, and then motivation draws off of that. Yeah, so so motivation, naturally people think motivation comes from emotional inspiration. Yes. It's like, okay, I can't do this task until I'm emotionally inspired. Yeah. So we sit down and we're like, oh, well, I don't feel inspired yet, so I'm not going to do it. Exactly. And then you said, I know I should be lifting those weights. I know I should be eating a salad. But I don't feel emotionally inspired enough to do it. So you're not going to do it. So you don't do it. And then something in your life changes. You have that emotional reaction. And then you feel inspired. You're like, yep, I'm it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Two weeks later, you're like, okay, I don't feel inspired anymore. And he talks about how it's backwards. Yeah. How most people see it, like you just explained, is how... Most people see the, the, right. the, the cycle. But that's actually backwards. It is. And like how it should be, like I said, action first, inspiration second, motivation third. Yep. Like, I, Have you ever done that? I do it now. Not like 
recognizing it or like I mean I, I've done it I mean I do it now like like do, what with what do I want to do I want to go outside in 20 degree weather on the track that's filled with snow no absolutely well, why would I want to do that why because later you could be like fucking mentally well, tough exactly well that's what I do I'm like do I want to do this no am I going to do this yes absolutely so it gets done absolutely. one way or another so you know what I've been doing you know what's a fucking uh, a secret like a I don't know what would you, what would a you life mean? hack I guess it'd be a life hack cheat code cheat code underrated it's a little like well if you explain it to me maybe I can find you a word oh maybe okay <laughs> stairs you know what I've been doing almost every day what 10 to 15 minutes of running up and down stairs you're, fu- you're out of your mind dude the amount of um, like the amount of exercise and effort I put into that yeah is probably the same amount of eff- effort I would put in if we went to the track and I did the like the two or three miles see I get winded when I walk up my stairs so stairs oh you can yo I'm fucking winded too my legs are bomb like uh. dude when I when I walk up those stairs at night and I go to the bathroom but there's a different momentum. You know that. Once you start going, you just fucking go. Yeah, but also, look, gravity is not my friend. Gravity is your friend. And, like, when I start... Gravity is always your friend. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's look not. Look how far it's gotten you now. Dude. Look, at them, look at them fucking ham hock legs, bro. Yeah, okay. I wish. Okay, dude. I wish. Relax. We're getting off topic. Are you kidding me? We're getting off topic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but say where we need to be. I can't, man. But starting... What you want to do, just start it. Yeah. Look, anything in this world, you're not going to be good at it off the start. Unless yeah. you're a prodigy at something, which is very slim. It, yeah, but I mean, there's like there's people that are athletic and they're really good at things. Sure. And then there's people that are talented, or, or wait, <laughs> that are not talented, yeah. and they have to work fucking hard. Yeah. How many of those people do you see that have talent? A lot. Make, make it farther than the people that didn't have talent. It, it's all it's all part of the mind. Yeah, you have to, you have to do you have to take the action to start something. If you wholeheartedly believe in in what you want to do, take action for it. I talked to I talked about this during the the, the McGregor fight, and uh, the the value the values of of what people have, and I was talking about you're taking a guy that. Um, Two different guys, not not the guy that McGregor fought, but a guy that was like, "Oh, I'm coming for the title. I, you know, that's my goal. I'm gonna get the title." Yeah, like that's tangible. So he talks about shitty values come from tan like things that are tangible. Sure. Once he reaches that title, what's next? Exactly. You can't grow anymore. Where are you gonna go from there? But then switch weight classes. Yeah, right. But then you take you take someone like McGregor. Now, granted, he lost, but yeah. he's already almost achieved the goal that he wanted. Believe it or not. Yeah. But his goal wasn't to achieve the titles. It was to have enough money for his kids and his grandkids. Well, I mean... And his grandkids' grandkids. And not for nothing. He's got it. And that's a (laughs) goal that you just don't get overnight. No. It's something you have to work for. Like, if he stopped at the title, that would have been it. Yeah. But, so you take someone that's... His value is far greater and he can continue to grow to somebody that just wants a title. Yeah, but I think I think that guy is just saying that because he's new, he's a young blood. Well, he's already got a title in a different division. So, 
Yeah. He's coming from a different... I don't know where he was coming from. Bellator, I think. I don't know. But, I mean, I mean, granted, he did really well, and I think he, he pro- he's he got a lot of potential to, put, sure. to fight with the big dogs. Um, you know? But, but I, think I, just, put it, I think but I think putting that out there that you want to win something or you want to achieve something, I think that's a good thing. I think that adds, Oh, absolutely. I think that adds more motivation, but you can't... When you're going up against somebody, when you're fighting someone else's values, and it comes to values, yeah. the guy that's fighting for his life and the guy that's fighting for the belt, Money. who's going to win? Probably the guy fighting for his life. Absolutely. I'm telling you, desperation Absolutely. breeds a different beast. It bro. does, man. It really does. But yeah, it's just it's it's all about just starting it, man. Like you your journey needs to start somewhere. Yeah. You have to start from the beginning. You can't start from the end or you can't start at looking at the end. Yeah. Just take the well, small you, little steps. Well, you, you can you, you can, can plan for the end, but Sure. But you also have to take steps to get there. Right. It's not you're starting the, the, the journey, and then, oh, I'm going to end up right at the end. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. No. You, you need to take the <laughs> action. And then once you start building, once you practice more, then you're like, okay, maybe maybe I can make something of this. So yeah. there's your inspiration. And like, oh, I'm getting more numbers. Oh, there's more motivation. And then you just take off. It's just, it's a snowball effect. It is. It's, once but the it ball's all starts, rolling. It starts with action. You need to start with action. Always. Because if you don't. You're shit out of luck, and you're always gonna make excuses for yourself. Oh yeah, which you can't do. It's the easy way out. He also talks about another. So, uh, piggybacking off of that, of like, you're gonna make excuses for yourself. We start making excuses when we, when we feel emotional. Yeah. So like, if I get it rejected immediately, of course, like. Emotion. The natural human reaction is to feel emotional in that scenario. Unless, Absolutely. Unless you know you worked really hard on yourself and you're you're mentally tough in that area. But the first thing we do, so like I feel rejection, I feel negative. The first thing my mind is going is like we have to get rid of this. This is a bad. This is negative. Yeah. So I start coddling. So I start going, okay, well you know, give me a Mountain, give me a Mountain Dew. Yeah. Give me cake. Oh, this stuff tastes great. I feel so much better. Um, but if we can learn to kind of separate from that emotion of like, okay, it's just a rejection. Yeah. I failed. So now I can learn from it. Well, yeah. Where do I go next? Exactly. So kind of small baby steps would be acknowledging the, the feeling of that emotion of and accepting that I don't have to fix this right now. It's okay. It's uncomfortable. No, yeah. But it's okay. But like having a Mountain Dew or Snickers to, to help cheer you up, fine. But that's only going to do it temporarily. It's no, a, yeah, because then you're, it's like a it's, it's like you're it's putting a loop. you're putting a you're putting a, a bandaid over a gash in your arm. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not going to do it. It's not going to do much. You had the Mountain Dew. You're like, oh, I feel so much better. And then like you know, later later in the night, you're like, well, oh, I shit, have, here I we go have, again. I shouldn't have that Mountain Dew. Should have had that. And, and I now still, I feel bad. And now I feel even more shitty because I had the Mountain Dew. Yeah. And on top of the other problem that I have. And then you don't really recognize it, but you're like, I still feel shitty now. And then you go downstairs, you're like, and then you have another Mountain Dew. Yeah, and you're like, okay, well, (laughs) this is fucking, It's just a fucking cycle, man. And we don't recognize that we we just self-sabotage ourselves. Yeah. Just sit sit with, like, it's a a shitty emotion, but it's going to pass. Yes, that's all it is. It's an emotion. It will pass. So... Just do something. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Seriously, do anything that's productive towards your goal. Exactly. Like, it's, you know how easy it is to just 
lay in bed all day? Yeah. It's it's easy. Yeah. And it just it, you know how much mental mental wear it is on your head. Exactly. Though? It's it's the easy way out. Yeah. It's like oh you know what I guess start that tomorrow. It's not a big deal. I'm just gonna lay here. I do that every day. I'm not kidding you. Recently I've just been so bad. <laughs> I've been so bad. I'm like oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like most people are like that, though. I also think there's a trend, too. Uh, you know, I work daily. Yeah. And unless you're a psychopath and, you know, you, you're you super disciplined, unlike me, <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, I'll do everything on the weekend. I cram everything on my weekends, like my mm. laundry, yeah. my chores, and I almost feel like it's like, oh, it's like a vigorous cycle. It's like, if I just woke up an hour early... And just did some of them? Did something. <laughs> even if I did, like... Right, I just threw my underwear in the laundry. And yeah. then and the next day, I just throw my socks in the laundry. By the time the weekend comes, it's like, oh, you know, I have all this time to do things. I actually don't feel anxious yeah. or pressure to get all of them done. Yeah, he, if, he was talking about writing the book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, he's like, well, how'd you manage to write so many books? And he's like, well, it's a measly 200 words a day. Yeah. 200, yeah. He's like, how did you, you wrote 70 words, uh, 70, 70 books. books. So how did like, you do that? 200 crappy words a day. That's <laughs> it. And that's, that's exactly what it is. It fights procrastination. Yeah. That, look, don't even get me started. I'm like that. You're like, everyone procrastinates. Especially in so, school. Yeah, you're guilty of it. Somewhere. somewhere everyone Somewhere is. in your life. Yeah. So, it, it, if you went to high school, you know what procrastination is. Yeah. And if you tell me you never procrastinated, you're a liar. I think every, even if you don't, like, even, like, the super, the people that are, like, super organized, super disciplined, they have times of procrastination. Of course. It's just not, it's, yeah. it's less procrastination <laughs> yeah. than, than what I would have. But, yeah, just, just doing something, it, it helps gather new values. It fights the, that procrastination in your life. Look, procrastination is not going to go away. It's still going to be there. But it helps reduce it. Yeah. And in the end, you have to really look at yourself and, and say, maybe I am the root of the problem. Yeah. Maybe it's me. I always say that. Because people, people like, in relationships, like, oh, this this person was crappy to me. She treated me like crap. Meanwhile, were you doing everything in your power not to be a piece of crap? Like, were you a piece of crap? Sometimes you need to take the step back and, and look at yourself in the mirror and say, maybe it was me. Maybe. Maybe I am the problem here. Yeah, and like, what what could have I done better to, you know, to better the situation? Better the situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think that is a big area of improvement in our current society. Of when we were so eager to point a finger and blame somebody else. Yeah, people don't people don't like taking responsibility. No, or or, or being held accountable. And I'm I'm definitely guilty of that. One of my I one of my new values is to be more responsible for, um, you know, just like the relationship with my fa- in my family, and it's not easy. No, no, like, it's not. It's not. Again, it's like you said. You're not gonna. You can look at the path, and you're not gonna go from start to finish. Yeah. Like there's there's gonna be bumps in the roads. There's gonna be turns. There's gonna be exactly. You know, and it just starts with one small step. Small takes, man. Well, yeah. What was it? What was that quote? You know, go to the moon. One small, one small step for something. 
Neil Armstrong said it. All right, come on. It. Here we go. I don't know. Are you sure it's Neil Armstrong that I'm, said it? I'm pretty sure. It's like it was one one small step for human, one giant leap forward for mankind or something. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Was that was it Neil Armstrong, right? I don't know. Should we look it up? I, you can look it up. All right, I'll embarrass myself if anything. All right, let's <laughs> see. Everybody, everybody sitting listening is fucking cringing right now. Maybe you're right. I was close with the, I was close with the quote. It's one small step for man. I think one giant leap for mankind. I think it is. Uh, that's one small step for men. Okay. For man, one giant leap for mankind. Okay. So. Look at him. You just hate when I'm right, don't you? I actually don't. No, I don't mind that you're right. I hate when you gloat about being right. Oh, I'd love it. Stirs the pot a little bit. Makes things interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not it's not like arrogant or anything, but it's. I don't do it. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't do. Boom. I don't do it maliciously. No, I know. I know. I just figured you jab me, I'll jab you back. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. hundred p. But uh, yeah, a little bit of a shorter one, but like it was said, a good one. It was fun. The the episode, the the chapter was short. It so. was really short, but so we uh. So essentially, it was failure's the way. So you you know. Just take this this. Things happen when you leave the house. Bro, you don't you're you're like I'm I'm gonna work out. Uh, I don't feel motivated. Get up, do five squats. Yeah. Do something, man. Do five so I guarantee you go put your running shoes on. Walk to the track for Christ's sake. You get there, I, you're gonna get there, you go, I'm fuck I'm fucking here, I might as well do it. I've been doing that. You walk to the track? Yeah. You run or walk? I walk. I'd be running. I don't run. Well aren't you cold? The only reason I would run is because I was cold. Well, okay, not for nothing, but look at you and look at me. I don't get cold very easily. You do. The, yeah. Like when I got I st- a lot of meat on When me. I step out in the cold yeah. and I'm like, I'm fucking freezing, I don't want to do this, I, I'm like, I got to sprint. Let's just get it done. I'm fucking freezing. I'm like, the faster I start running, the faster my body's going to warm up. And, like, and there's ice everywhere, so I'm not running anymore. I'm running. I was running on the track. It was It was kind of hard, though. Was it icy? It was. It was still like an inch of snow there. You should bring. Oh, we should get some salt and we should salt it down. Well, there's no point now because we're about to get a big snowstorm. I know. I gotta go start the snowblower. Make sure that it's running. But no, I, like I said, for me, it just. Do you think we could recap this in like three words, four words? <laughs> you could probably do it in one sentence. One sentence. <laughs> you could literally do it in one sentence. Alright, give me, give me your best give me your best sentence. My best sentence? Yeah. Um Oh I I mean you really could just read the titles. Essentially, yeah, like Failure is the way forward. Failure leads to success and getting to success starts with the first step. Yeah. More of a compound sentence, but yeah. It's fine. I don't know, but really like challenge yourself with failure. Do do things that you're not comfortable with. Recognize that sometimes our values are really like shitty values are more prominent than not. Sure. Shitty values come from tangible things, outside things. Um, a better value is something that's process oriented. Um, there's it's no and there's never ending. It's never ending growth. You're always continuous. And then growth, growth generates generates happiness. It does. So. And it's something we didn't really talk about, but 
when you're growing as a person and you know you're growing, it makes you feel more accomplished. I know I do. When I work out, I feel so much better after a workout. Yeah. And that's a never-ending process. Yeah. To, you know? That's how I am with the track. I know sometimes I may not run or, or jog or whatever, but at least I got out there and I did something. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, another point to take with you is our greatest moments – um, Come our, in the face of adversity. Yeah, and through our hardest times. Yeah. And I promise you, you take that last step, you're going to be flying through. Yeah. That's it. It all starts with you, my man. That is right. Where can they find you. me? You. Me. You. Me. You. I am me. I am you. No, I am me. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. <laughs> you I can, am you. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at dboard2730. That's D-B-O-R-2730, Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can follow me on Twitch as well. Uh, Twitch.tv slash flip underscore nation. Been hitting up Path of Exile, maybe a little COD here and there. Um, that's pretty much it. GTA every once in a while. But, yeah. What about you? Uh, you guys can find me on TikTok at Faz. It's F-A-Z underscore fitness. I might change the name because it's not so much a fitness TikTok anymore. It's kind of just like a faz TikTok. Okay. Um. Anyway, moving forward. Um. And that's it. That's, that's it. That's Nothing. It. Oh wait, no, 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 you can find me on Twitch too. Um. That's that's faz underscore eighteen f a z underscore one eight. Same same grind. Yep. Path of Exile. All right. You want to you want to tell them where they can find the show? Absolutely. No. Okay. okay. Absolutely not. Don't worry, I got you. I figured you would. SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Instagram, Facebook. Brotherhood of Podcasting on everything on there. On everything. Twitter, it's at BH Podcasting. Yeah. So if you want to listen to some of the old stuff, we got Super Bowl weekend coming up. Oh, is that gonna be is that gonna be a big one? Um probably not just because it's one game. Who is in it? Me and Donnie. No, I know who's in the podcast. Who's oh. <laughs> in the Super Bowl? Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Kansas City and Tampa yes. Bay. What teams are those? The Buccaneers and the Chiefs. Oh, my boy. What do you mean your boy? Your boy. Look, we're your not going to talk about this. I have a... We I think, also... Wait, I hold on. I don't care. I think on Facebook... Guys, if you have us on Facebook... Corey, don't You could this. also find under Nick's page... I think it was around last year. You, they're not going to be able to see it. Around last my, my year. Face, my, you know what? My I'll, Facebook is... I'll right. screenshot it, and I'll post it on the the Brotherhood of Podcasting Facebook. Okay. But I've never seen a bromance between a Jets fan and a Tom Brady fa- fan in my entire life. Okay. Weird, weird combination, but he confesses his love to Tom Brady... Like it was like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. I really I really want it to blow up. So guys, if you could please, please, I'll post it every year, but please blow it up. I hope you know that I control the editing on this podcast, right? And there's a very good we're chance both ad- we're both admins. Not for editing. Oh, you're gonna edit this out. I could. Yeah, I could. I'm probably gonna edit it out. Just so you know. Just so you know. All right. Well, I'll still post it and let them know that you edited it out. Eh, you can do that. I don't care. Shit don't bother me. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week. Yeah. Oh, High Anxiety is starting soon, by the way. Uh, I hope so. We've been talking so. about it a lot, man. It's it's a big project. so. Okay. Well, We're just trying to get our eggs in a basket. We're, a lot of the, the guests are sick. 
So okay, we're just trying to get that situated. So, uh, Steph, also if you're listening, hope you get hope you get well soon. Yeah. So uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye, guys.